Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's a story from David Hyman. My story begins September 2021, when I was ready after a 47-year sojourn in a particular career to move on to something new. That something new came in the form of uh, a dear friend of mine, Holly, who sent an SOS out on Facebook to all of her friends asking for assistance, helping her as an activities director in an independent living community in West Boca. I reached out to my surprise, to her surprise, as I found out later, and uh, we made arrangements to come in and talk to each other about it. She and I had worked together in theater. She's a theater director, I'm a theater performer. But she didn't know me in any other way. She knew that I had been in the restaurant business as well. So we came, we talked. She said, let's give it a try, let's see if it works. Um, She seemed to like what she saw because about three or four days after I began, she left me for about three or four days on my own. I was used to winging things. The restaurant business is very improvisational. Theater is very improvisational. So I just thought, whatever happens, happens. Um, Almost immediately, I got yelled at by residents about issues. They didn't know me. I didn't know them. Soon after that, um, I did my first bingo game ever. I had never even played bingo, let alone called bingo. And so I thought I was going to be funny and eject these little asides into the calling of the numbers. Well, none of the residents were having that at all. So at this point, I was still batting a thousand wrong. I would say a negative thousand or zero. I don't remember exactly when, three weeks, possibly even a month, I was hosting a Saturday night evening performance. And uh, the performer didn't show up. I didn't know what to do. I could hear they were getting very restless, the residents waiting. There were about 80 to 100 people in the room showing their frustration. I called, the only number I had was the agent. It went to her voicemail, I left a voicemail. I come back. By now, the restlessness is becoming very physical. People are moving about, banging into each other. They don't really know what to do at this point, and they start to get very angry. And I knew a moment later it was going to turn into some sort of pandemonium. So, even though I had been a theater performer, and I still am a theater performer, I've always been the kind of theater performer that can only perform um, behind a fourth wall on a stage. I was never the kind of person who said at a party when I was asked to sing, would say, sure. I said, I don't do that. 
But I was sitting there. Again, we didn't know each other. The residents didn't know me well. I didn't know them well. But I was sitting there. I had had a mic waiting to introduce the performer. And I thought, well, I don't know what else to do. So I picked up the mic, sat on the stage, and started singing the impossible dream a cappella. I'd never used a mic before, that kind of a mic. I was trained in the theater, so I, I have a big enough voice. So of course, it started coming out very distorted because I was holding it so close. I pulled it down quickly. I started singing, I was nervous, you can hear it. But all of a sudden, everybody turns almost at the same time. And I realized they're as shocked as I am. Sitting there singing a song a cappella for absolutely no reason whatsoever. But it stopped everything. They all sat down. They all listened. I got through the song. They applauded. And that was the beginning of a connection. Uh, I did not do a full show that evening, but subsequently, I have sung a few songs for them in a concert that they were giving. I had actually put together a hybrid of a concert, a lecture, and a sing-along for them. And almost every time uh, we are together, they always ask me to sing. And so I've been two years next month, and uh, I don't foresee me going anywhere in the near future. My love for the residents is very strong and very real and very deep, and I believe it runs both ways. David Hyman, a story about changing careers. And finding love in all the most surprising places. I found it kind of humorous. I imagined David trying to keep a whole room of seniors calm. I know the best storytelling could be made into a movie. I don't mean a dramatic Gone with the Wind type movie, but I just mean we see it. We we feel like we're there. And don't you sort of see this as a scene in the movie where they're jostling each other? It's just so cinematic. They're jostling each other and they've got frowns and then they stop dead and turn around. You know, Michael, there's the old Broadway cliche, the star breaks her leg and the understudy comes out and does the show and becomes a star. And in this case, the best thing that could have happened to David, who, let's face it, did not have an auspicious beginning, the best thing that could have happened to him was the worst thing, which was that that performer didn't show up. And of all the songs to sing, I laughed out loud when I heard that he sang The Impossible Dream. It's just fabulous. David just started singing out of desperation. It reminded me of a colleague here at the station from a while back, and her first time on air, she was very nervous, and there was dead air, and she started singing. And oh, I love that. But we got to get a story from her, Michael. <laughs> uh, listen, I in this case, it was completely appropriate. They came for entertainment, and they got entertainment, and they got it 
from the most unexpected place. What did they know about this guy who couldn't even call a bingo game? You know, as far as they were concerned, he was the newbie. They had to break in and look at what he did. And he is so beloved today uh, at this place. It's And he loves them. And it did not begin so well. It sounds like a a wonderful position to be so close to so many people, especially when the the folks that he's working with are so appreciative of what he does. Absolutely. And as long as they're appreciative, it is a delightful position. Uh, you can always be in a place that they're not so appreciative. You know, he's in a wonderful place and he's very fortunate because he also gives as much as he gets. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send me an email for instructions. I don't need a summary at cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at F-A-U dot E-D-U. Our website also has information at W-L-R-N dot O-R-G. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.